Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And manje, and, 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 and Bongana, I want us to look at something. Uh, you touched the book of Matthew, and we are going to look at the book of Matthew, chapter 13. I know a lot of us knows the story. A lot of us have, have, have read the story. But I want you to bear this and have this in mind. I said, what kind of a Christian are you or where do you fall in this category? And I want us to read chapter 13 from verse 1 and then until 9. And then we'll read again the same chapter, um, 18, going down. It says, chapter, verse 1, The same day, Jesus went out to the house, of the house and sat beside the sea, and the great crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell among the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on the rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, and since they had no depth of soil, but when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on the good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Praise the Lord. Father, this is your word. We thank you for it. And Lord, we bless you for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, now I want us to look at, um, in chapter 13, number one, we, if you read a lot of chapters, especially the book of Matthew, you will then realize that a lot of time, Jesus would use uh, uh, parables to speak to people. And sometimes it gets a bit tricky that you start to, you begin to talk about Certain things that other people won't even understand. And sometimes, even his own disciples won't even understand him. Or what he meant by what he said. And at some point, they would have that time, and they got a privilege, by the way, that most of the time, they would have time to sit with him and say, you said something like this, but what did you really mean about it? And he will begin to explain to them what he meant by what he said. Where nobody is around, only him and his disciples. And a lot of time, Jesus would, would, would use the parables based on, on, on what was happening. He would use the parable based on the people that he's addressing at that time. He would use parables based on what he knows that these people, they, 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 this is their work. And the crowd that he's talking with today is a crowd that he knows these guys are farmers. And as they are farmers, they understand when you talk about, about, about sowing a seed, you know, and, 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 and getting something out of it, they understand how, how to work the ground. They understand how does farming works. And he begins to, take, to, to, to talk to them and say, now, I want to bring this to you. Say, now there was a sower. 
There was somebody who was doing the ground, who was, who was tilting the ground. There was somebody who was sowing a seed. And I want us to understand something that in this time, in this parable that he's talking about, there are, there are, there are in the space where he is and he's beginning to talk to them, there are those that whenever you begin to talk, they would not understand, but even some of them are not even there to really listen to you. But others are just there to judge what you are saying. Others are there to prove a point. Others are there because of a friend said to me, let us go. But I don't really necessarily want to be in that space. But in a way, I find myself in that space whereby I have to be in the midst of these people. And others are there to, to really come to a point of understanding his teachings. That could, you, could, it be, could, could it be true that what you are teaching is real? Could it be true that what you have been saying to us is true? And I came to realize that most of the time, also even in our lives, we always have people that they are part of our lives, but not because of they want to be part, but they are there having the red pen just to check you out. We have Pharisees that normally we sit together with, but they are Pharisees. They are not there for you. We spend time with people that that they are not there for us. And, and most of the time, I've said it before, that when the time comes where they leave, we begin to cry, but we don't understand that these people were not there for you. And Jesus is finding himself in the same situation where people are with him, but they are not for him. He's, he's around people that are sitting around the boat to listen to him, but others don't even, don't even understand what he's talking about. But I want us to understand these three things that Jesus is bringing to them. We have the sower, we have the seed, and we have the soil. Yeah, Jesus was rhyming, eh? Triple S. Now, I want us to understand that who is the sower? What is the seed? What is the soil? And number one, I want us to understand that God himself is a sower. Praise the Lord. And we have the seed, which is the word of God, which is the gospel, the good news. When you read it, you understand the Bible speaks about the, the book of John chapter 3 verse 6. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now, these are good news for us that whenever we have come to a point or whenever we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, one of the things that we get to understand is he's giving us good news. And we said that good news does not change. Good news does not have what we call bad good news does not have any second option but they are good news and Christ is bringing that to us that we understand is bringing the good news to those that really need to understand and, and follow him but now he, he, he begins to speak to them in a, in a different form in a different, in a different manner in a way that which they would understand and, and he begins now to narrate to them that now there was this kind of a person. There was Christ who, who was a soul. And now, now, now I want us to look at something. 
in his teaching as, as, as he begins to, to bring this parable to them that, 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 that we understand that as, 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 as people as, as the children of God as, as the one that were formed and created by him we have to understand that we become the soil in which God wants to sow a seed our hearts begins to be the soil in which the seed has to fall in. Praise the Lord. And we're going to read, we're going to read a lot of things. Now, now, after Jesus has spoken to his disciples, now, now, they begin to say to him, but we heard you speaking. What did you really mean? And when you read the book of the very same chapter, from uh, verse 18 downwards, he begins to, to, to explain to them what, what he really meant. He explained to them that what does that mean? And, and I want us to go step by step in, in, in really understanding that. And when we read the book, the, the, uh, uh, verse, verse 4, it says, And the sower, and he sowed some seed. He sowed, he sowed. Some seed fell among the path. And the birds came and devoured them. He explained what he said. And when you read chapter verse 19, it says, When anyone hears the word of the king and does not understand it, the devil, the evil one comes and snatches away what he has sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. Now, number one, we have the path. And these are the people that um, uh, there are ones who says, I have heard the word of God from when I was young. Uh, you, you, know, you know when you have people that are, are like, how many of us do we have those that grew up in church? Yeah, yeah, from, from when we were still young. But I also discovered that a lot of time, because we, are, we grow up in church, we have never made the decision of receiving Christ as the Lord and Savior. Because we have known church, we were birthed in church. So our lives, it's church. That sometimes we don't understand that even when we grow up in church, we must make a decision to say that, Lord, I have received you or I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Not my parents' God or my parents' Savior, but you become my own personal Savior. Praise the Lord. And now we have those that that St. Sally says we, we, we have heard the word and, 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 and we've heard the word while we're still young. But the problem that we have in this, in this particular one that is the path, we have, we have people that, that when the word comes to them, they, they say we have heard the word. They say, I, I know the word from when I was young. I could even recite the Bible from the book of Genesis to Revelation. But, but the problem is one that you can recite the word of God, but the problem that we have is that the word of God does not have an impact in you. We know the word. We, we proclaim the word. We begin to, to tell others about it. Sometimes we even proclaim the word or speak about the word of God just to fulfill the need that which we want to do. And we want the word of God to agree with us on what we want to do. And, and these are the people that we have in the path where, where the, 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 the seed came but now it did not remain. 
Because what happened is now the devil came and, and began to steal that which you have. Because the problem that we have, if you don't if you only hear the word, but you do not do the word, it becomes a problem that you are able to work on what the word says. Praise the Lord. Now we have, we have, we have them that says, eh, 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 this word I know. I grew up, but, but you must understand that for, for you to understand the impact, the word of God must be able to change your character. We, we have people that, that are saved. We, we proclaim that we know Christ, but, but our character is not the same. You, you know what? You know, don't, don't test me. Don't, don't test me. Don't test me. He became a He is a garment to some people. That they can wear him whenever they want. They can also take him whenever they want. And these are the people that the Bible speaks about. That Because the word does not have an impact in you. Because the word, you don't see the result of what the word does. And the devil comes and snatches away the words. And it's painful that one is able to recite the word of God but don't really understand nor no live according to the word of God. No, no, not really where the word has that impact in your life. Now Jesus was addressing this issue that these are the people that we have that have had the word but the word does not have an impact. They've heard the word. They can tell you about it. It's more like, it's more like you, know, you, know, you know a stop sign. Or, or, or what do you call it? Uh, the boat that directs you. You know when you say to Deben and, and three. This direction. You know, if you've been to Deben, you would know. If you've not been to Deben, God bless you. You will go soon. So we have people like that, that, that becomes a signage to say, if you want to go to Deben, this is the direction. But they are not going there. They can tell you how wrong you are, but they don't say that how wrong they are. But they don't see what better I think that's why Jesus came to this point to say, before you can take out, look at yourself. Because we are quick with eye. No, no, you've got something in your eye. We are quick to point things that we see in other people, but we don't quick not to see things that are in us. And I think that is why Jesus says now, before you can take out. I'll beg it because what you have and what they have, it's not the same. No, even the size is not the same. And these are the people that we have that really come and, but we know the word we grew up and we understand this. And I want us to look at the second people that the Bible speaks about in verse 5. It says, other seeds fell on the rocky ground where they did not have much soil. And immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. He explained this 
in verse 20. It says, as for what was sown on the rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately received it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when the tribulation or persecution arise on account of the word, immediately he falls away. Now, this is the second person that we have who, this one responds quickly to the presentation that Christ has done. But this one is quickly also to want to do things. We have people that when, when they hear the word of God, we are, we are quick, we are eager to say, no, I have received Christ as my Lord and Savior. Now, now I want to join the worship team. Now I want to start serving. Now I want to start preaching. I want to start doing things. We are pleased. We want to be, to be part of the church. That's what we want to do. And, 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 and we take pleasure in that. There is no problem that we have responded to that. Because whenever there's a presentation, you must respond to it. And you choose not to respond. And I had somebody said, no, but I did not choose to respond. I did not choose to say yes or no. And I said, but my friend, to, not to choose to say yes or no is a choice. You made a decision not to say yes or no. So this is what we have. We have people that we're quick to do that. We've got people that they proclaim that no ngimswilunkulunkulu, machi mfunuko msebenzela ngimswilunkulunkulu, mfunukwesi isinto in the church. I want I want to be recognized in the church that I am doing something. I want to be recognized ukuthi ngimswilunkulunkulu ngiyambona. I can see certain things that he has been doing. But now the problem that we have with this one is this one that when the thing when life begins to happen he can tell you with no man I'm saved. I even serve at Dr. Deo. But the problem that we have is the second bunch of people that we have are the people that have been doing so much but the problem that we have when life starts happening they begin to ask themselves but what did I get myself into? We do have people that are saying, Guti, Minamasin, this one, Giamas. But the problem is this one that when life begins to happen, when tribulation begins to happen, because most of the time we've got this idea that when I get saved, I'll never go through problems. When I get saved, Things will not happen to my life. When I get saved, no bad things will happen to me. No, when, when I get saved, that means life will be, will be will just a smooth sailing. There's an idea that I got saved because I wanted my life in a smooth. I got saved because I wanted things to go right for me. I got saved because of I wanted to get married. I got saved because there were things that we wanted. But the problem that we have is that when those things don't start happening in your life, then they begin to ask themselves the question, what did I do? And Jesus began to speak about the second people. That when things started happening, they start to forget what the word said to them. The Bible, when you read it, it says many are the affliction of the saints, but the Lord takes them out of them all. We tend to forget what the word says. Yes, we are saved. Yes, we have received Christ. Yes, it was nice that we saved. But the problem is now 
now we are facing situation. And sometimes you must understand when James begins to speak about it, he says, now count it all joy when you face tribulation, when you face situation, count it all joy. And now because the word of God it is not living in you, the problem, you begin to ask yourself a question, that how do I rejoice in the situation? How do I rejoice? I just lost my child. How do I rejoice? Just got retrenched. How do I rejoice? I got divorced. How do I rejoice? I lost all my monies. How do I rejoice? But the problem is now, the word of God will not change. The word of God will not change because of our tears. The word of God will not change because of how we feel. The word of God will not change because of we did not get what we want. But the word of God will remain. If you read the Bible, the Bible says everything will pass. But the word of God will remain. But everything that we have found and enjoy in it. The Bible says it will pass away. But the word of God will not change, will not move. So therefore, when you stand in the word of God, you must understand that is why Paul began to speak these words that after having done all to stand, he says, Therefore, stand again. Paul comes and says, But understand that you cannot move, you must stand. But the problem that we have, what we can't, because the word of God has not yet been rooted in our heart. We cannot stand because the word of God, it is not deep in us. We cannot stand because the word of God is not alive in us. We cannot stand because we don't understand this way. But the problem that we had was, it is how we came to salvation. Others, others got saved. Because they said to you, if you don't get saved, what if you got hit by a car outside, then you die? And like, hey, Jesus, go But a lot of people that came also that way, I'm not saying it's wrong, but what I'm saying is that a lot of people that came that way, they came because of fear. And they start to count when is this thing will take place in my life. And after a year or two, when I'm not dead, I'm like, then I start to turn back. Praise the Lord. But time will come to test that which you have. That is why James says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces Perseverance. Let perseverance have its course. After you've counted all joy, he says to us, know that these things are not just in vain. They're not just happening for nothing. There's a purpose that which you need to understand. That is why when you read the book of the, when you read about the, 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 the fruit of the spirit, then you understand one of the fruit of the spirit that we have is patience. And if I ask a question, I could ask this question: How many of us are patient? Don't raise your hand, please. Because Majabani, next year, 
it's two years down the line, you're like, hey, Uncle Shola. So when you say patience, they're like, Uncle Shola is not making sure. Now, 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 the second bunch that we spoke about, these are, what pe- these are the people that Christ, Christ speaks about. Who has believed and responded? But the problem that we have is that when situation begins to hit, they begin to forget everything. You must understand as a child of God, you are only kept by the word. Prayer, the word, and fasting keeps us. Amen. So if you're not doing the three, start doing the three. Pray, fast, and read the word. Praise the Lord. So that you can understand. Now, let's move. Then we have the other bunch that Jesus is talking about. And, and before that one, as I said, that the problem that we also have is, is that in the second bunch of people that we have, we came because we wanted to run away from pain. We came because of we have been disappointed so many times. We came because we want to run away from certain things and, 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 and we want to put Christ or God in the corner of saying, if I give my life so these things would not happen. But you must understand that the problem why these things are allowed, if, if, if you read the Bible, you understand that many people went through things. You ask Job. Job had a lot of things. Job had everything in his life, but, but he lost it. But because the word is rooted in him, it is how he responds to the situation. Which is the question I always ask, how do you respond when situation hits you? How do you respond when life hits you? How do you respond when things begin to happen? Or are you one of those that, you know, you know, I don't know if you met people like that, that when the word says something, they always want somebody to approve. You know them? The word says, don't do it. And they start going to one person like, Mara, tell me, are, are you sure Umfundisi was saying this the right way? Are you sure? When, when he said, we have to give, was, was, was it real, Mara? No, ma, And they say, no, what is Nigel? And you're like, okay, then you move to the next one. Like, but did you really help? Did, did he really say that, Mara? Because what you have in your life, what you have decided in your life for good, it is not true. So therefore, you want somebody who would agree with you until you get somebody who agrees with you. If you can be in the midst of such people and listen to their conversation, things that they talk about, you would not enjoy them. Because they start to agree on the things that are not even in the word of God. They begin to doubt what is in the word of God. Amen. Let's move. Now we've got the third bunch that the Bible is speaking about. It says, Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. And he explains this 
in 22. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word and cares of the world and the sinfulness of riches choke the word and it proves unfruitful. So this one's also responds. But this is the person who, who doesn't want to make Christ his only savior. This is the person who who's so much running after every good thing. Everything. Bangan spoke about how we make we make we make we make our money become our God. They responded nicely. No. But, but, but you must understand I've got, I've got better priorities. These are people that, that really come and say, I, I hear and I understand. But, 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 but then he cannot be the only God in my life because there's other gods that, that I'm saving. Like, like, so, so, so my heart is full of, of a lot of things. There, there are so many things that are full in your heart. That sometimes I don't even give Christ the space he deserves. These are the people that really look at what they have and, and sometimes, I don't know if you've met around people that normally believe that what they have and they have achieved, it's through them and God had nothing to do with that. I remember one day I was watching, I was watching a documentary or was it, was it, was it an interview before Oprah became, became, I don't know, is he safe then? Is he safe? Because there's something like that, I'm not sure. But then it's fine. But Oprah said something. I used, I mean, I, mean, I, would, I would, when it, when it was time for Oprah, ne, I would run home just to watch Oprah. That's me. You know? And as long as I'm sitting there, I'm listening, it's fine. You know? And I grew up with that. But until as, I, as, I, as, I've, as, I've, as I've grown, and one point they ask her about her life, he, she begins to narrate her life, and, and she said something that really threw me off. And she said, where was God when I accumulated these things? Everything I had is through my strength and my power. And since from that day, that was the last time I watched Oprah. I don't even know what's happening now. Because the problem that we have is that we start to understand or we start to put other things. These, these things begins to be, to be our gods. These things begins to, to start leading us. These things begin to be that we, we worship. And the problem we have is that we always say, no, 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 there's no other God except him. But, but God said, God said, no, he's not the priority. The problem that we have, you didn't have a car. And God blessed you with the car. And after then the car becomes your God. Instead of you waking up and saying, I'm going to go for intercession, or I'm going to go to church, no, my car is dirty. I must take care of my car. Yeah? It's 10 o'clock, it's 9 o'clock, it's time for church. No, yeah, I've got other things to do. I need to drive somewhere, you know. I've made some plans. 
Yeah? He's the same God who gave you the company. The card now starts to be the God in your life. Yeah, no. God bless me with the house. You know, you know, you know, God blesses you with the house. Sunday morning, nine o'clock, church, church starts. No, my house is dirty. I cannot go to church and leave my house. It did. The house become, begins to be unkulunkuri in your life. Yeah? Yeah, no, I cannot go to church. My house is not, I need to tie it up, you know, so that when people come after church, they find my house it clean. Ah, Jesus. This becomes, this, this begins to be, to be the God in your life and, and, and these things, because they are full in your heart, these things, they take priority in your heart. They begin to be unkulunku, they become, they become the God in your life and, and now the same unkulunku that we serve becomes a second option. Only when your car gets broke, you don't have money to fix it. You start to remember Hey, I don't have money. If you can just give me a little just to, to fix my car. And this is what we do. You know, if you fix my car, or if you give me a car, I'm telling you, I'm going to attend every event of the church. I'm going to do it. I'll even give the saints the lift if they're going somewhere. I'll take them to their places. These are the things that still but when the blessing becomes, start to get to your life. That is why I was asking myself when the blessing now, a blessing becomes a curse. That it was a blessing, now it became a curse because it became your God. Yeah, yeah, no. Why should I give a son to I've got better things to do. You were not working. You couldn't even do anything. You couldn't even do your hairstyle. Hmm? You couldn't even do I did my nails for the first time. Yeah, because Gulung look blessing. But the problem that we have, Woody, when God begins to bless you and give you what you want, you tend to forget about Him. We forget about the one who gives and start prioritizing other things before him. That is why when you read the testament, the Old Testament says, I am a jealous God. Have no other gods beside me. He did not say that because he didn't know what he was saying. He knew that there will be other gods in your life. When you have to come to church, no, my boyfriend said I must come and visit him. We're going to Netflix and chill. Yeah, wait. Get cause That's only my love. Yeah, yeah, no. No, we need to Netflix and chill. No, Otayana is busy, so he can't do my, he must do my hair on Sunday, so I need to see him before. I can't go to church like this. Hey, wait. Who's only man? Marakata Wenzan. We fight scared. You remember this church. Because there are things that Unkulunkul will allow them to happen just so he can get your attention. Certain things that happen in our life, it does not, that does not mean Unkulunkul is not even aware of it. But Unkulunkul allows them to happen so that you can create that situation, that time. Ukutu just to feel, he misses the fellowship with you. He misses that time with you. I was saying something to myself. The reason why we always cry, and a lot of people say, but can 
God not defend our country? Cannot God can can God not defend His own word? Can can He not even defend the Christianity? Because Christianity is getting is getting attacked left, right, and center. What is God saying? Sometimes He allows them because of we've not been praying enough. So this gives you an opportunity to pray. The problem that we have, we have other things that became the priority more than him. And because of these things that happen, now these things begins to choke the word of God. That is why you don't see the impact of the word of God. That is why you don't see what the word of God can do for you. That is why we can't even come to a point where the Bible, Uncle Uncle even said something, try me and see if I would not open the windows of heaven for you. How many of you know that? Some of you don't even know it. Because we have other priorities. God is no longer important in our lives. God is no longer the same God that he was in the beginning. And that became a problem. And this is a problem that we also have. Sometimes we don't even work, but as soon as he gives you something, a, a, a job... Even on your leave days, you know when they say, we give you a leave, just, 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 just take a three weeks leave. We don't even see you at church. But before you worked, you were at church every day. When they say altar call, you are the first one to come. There's nothing wrong. Tell now we believe in Gulungul who provides. Because whenever he begins to do that for you, we start to dance. Praise the Lord. For we have seen God do that. Let's run quickly. The last that is talking about says, other seed fell on the good soil and produced grain, some hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Now he explains this in 23 and says, As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields. In one case, a hundred and other sixty and other thirty. What does this mean? This is the one who also responds in the good soil. And these ones, when they respond, these are the ones who, who give it all for God. These are the ones who always look at what they have and say, these things cannot be compared to who you are. These are the ones that every time they go to work, they understand that I cannot do it without. These are the ones that understand that I cannot stand here and do what I can because I think I can, but I understand that for me to be able to be here, it can only be Christ. These are the ones that understand if you are not with me, I'm going to die. These are the ones that understand everything about me is God. And I posed this question and said, some of us, in these people have spoken about, a lot of us sometimes we get hurt because somebody did not even greet you and you feel like, I don't want to do anything. But, but when you have come to a point where you understand that you are a good soil, whatever that is, that is sold in you, grows, it doesn't die. These are the people that, that have fellowship with others. These are the people that cares for others. These are the people that understand that for he loved me. So therefore I'm going to have to show the love of God. 
These are the ones that understand that Kulunkulu, my life without you is worthless. These are the people that every day when you meet them, they show Christ the hope of glory. These are the people that most of the time when you meet them, when you go through a situation, when you go through the pain, they'll always tell you, look at my God, if yours has failed, please come try my God, for I know my God will never fail. These are the ones when you come together with them, they will always direct you and walk with you to Christ. These are the ones who will always show These are the ones who will always come back and say For as little that I got, I thank you. It might not be enough, but I thank you for I have it. These are the ones who gave it all for Christ. These ones, they produce fruits. These ones are not even afraid to tell people about the love of God. These ones are not even afraid to carry their Bible and allow people to call them whatever they want to call them. These ones, they understand, Uti, my life is not my own, but to you I belong. These are the ones that understand, Uti, Nkulunkulu, I am what I am because of you. These ones are the ones that understand what my marriage to stand. It is not because of I'm clever, but it is because of Unkulunkul. These are the ones that understand that people are getting retrenched, but I mean, I'm still standing. It is not because of I can. It is not because of your qualification, but it's because of Unkulunkul you still kept me. These are the ones that understand what it is by the grace of God. These are the ones that understand what sometimes it can be tough, but I still trust you anyway. These are the ones that understand what but one thing that I know and what you said in your word that you are watching over your word that you may perfect it these are the ones that understand I don't know next day how am I going to register but I'm going to trust you anyway this is the one who trusts sometimes I study as in Kenya but come the end of the year let's stand on our feet These are the ones who understand. Okuti, no matter how much I have in my bank account, it is not about me, but it's about Unkulunkul. That is why you have people who will always give the last penny that they have for somebody else to have when I was born. And the problem or the nicest thing about them, it doesn't mean that when they give and they don't have anything about it's because of they know good things are partner because I trust you. These are the ones who have put their trust And today, I pose the question and I want you to answer it. What kind of a Christian are you? In these four people that Christ is talking about, where do you fall? Who are you? Who is God in your life? Does God have the priority in your life or other things have? Did we come to him because we want to get or we came? Even if we don't have, it's okay. You are God.
And today I want to present something to you. I want to present Christ the hope of glory. I don't want to take it lightly that whenever we come together as many as we are, we are saved. But I want to give an opportunity of Christ who will stand by you even though you go through things. I want to present Christ who says I will never leave you nor forsake you but I shall be with you until the end of age. I want to present Christ who will carry you, who would not take you out of the situation but he will walk with you through that situation. I want to present Christ who can preserve your life. If you are here, let's close our eyes. If you are here, if you are here in our midst and you know that you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I spoke about John 3, 16 that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will have eternal life. Will not even perish. If you are here and say, I want to receive Christ as my Lord and Savior, can you just raise up your hand where you are? Thank you for those hands that are up. May God bless you. Thank you for those hands. Don't be left out. Don't be left out. Don't be left out. Don't be left out. I want to give you somebody who would not leave you. You've tried other people and other God. They failed you, but this one would not fail you. And I'm going to ask you quickly, 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 quickly where you are. Can you please come and join me? in front I'm going to ask if you can just come and join me I want to lead us I want us to go to, to, to pray together that's God yes yeah yes yeah yes ma'am you are making a decision that nobody will take it from you You're making a decision that nobody will take it from you. I'm not presenting to you an ATM, but I'm presenting a God who can preserve you. I'm presenting Uncle who has kept me for the past 40 years. Even though but he still kept me. I'm standing today because of him. And quickly, Maybe you are here. You feel good to me now. I backslided. I was praying. I was serving. I was doing things. But I allowed the things of the world to take over my life. You are still welcome in the house of the Lord. He loves you either way. If I can tell you where I have been, you would not believe to see where I'm standing today. Maybe you are here, you feel I'm starting to come back. I'm building my relationship with him. If you are here, can you please join us quickly? If you are here, can you join us quickly? 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's clap hands for them. 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 It is a great joy when the children of God, 
It is a great joy in heaven because of the decision that you are making. And I pray that may God bless you. But I want to allow and I'm going to ask the father of this house. I'm going to ask my father just to come and lead you in prayer. This is the segment of the house. This is our father. This is our pastor. He's the one who feed us all the time. And I want him to be the one to lead you in prayer today. And I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and lift up your hands as a sign of surrender. May God bless you as you do that. Thank you. Praise the name of the Lord. Those of us that have come to the front, like uh, Pastor Nathaniel has mentioned, this is the most important decision of your life because it's a turning point that is going to influence your life forever, even beyond the grave. So even as we are here this morning, I want you to pray after me before I pray for you this morning. So say, dear Lord Jesus, the congregation, if we can help the people that are in front to pray, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I acknowledge that you died for my sin and I exchange my life for your life today I give my heart to you I acknowledge that you died for me that I shouldn't die I give my life to you today dear Lord Holy Spirit I ask you to lead and guide me on this journey that I am back on today. Now I'm going to pray for you. Father God, we thank you so much this morning for each one of these, your children. We pray in Jesus' name that Lord, even as they make this decision to follow you and to walk with you, we know like uh, Pastor Nathaniel has mentioned, it's not going to be easy, but we know that Lord, you will enable them to overcome every challenge that will challenge their decision today. So we want to commit them into your hands that Lord, even as they continue with their work with you, that dear Lord, you will cause a hedge of your holy angels to guard them and that Lord, Holy Spirit, you will hold them by the hands and lead and guide them on this journey. So I pray and I commit their journey into your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. May the Lord bless you.